Well, howdy there, Americans. It is May, and I'm here with Neo, the guy you met before. Yes. Do you remember him? Five other times, presumably. Five? Five. So this is our sixth episode. Episode six. Okay. Sorry, I'm trying to keep track, but um, yeah, I don't know. It's starting to get a little bit hazy. I have a feeling that when we get into like our hundredth episode, imagine that, right? Mm-hmm. It's going to get very confusing. Also, hey... Hey, hi, listener. How are you? It's good to hear from you. This week, we hit 2,000 downloads. Hell Holy yeah. Holy shit. Like, what the fuck is happening? Plus, like, all of the views on YouTube. I can't even believe it. Like, so, honestly, it's been quite something. And Apparently, also, y'all really like Sallow. <laughs> that was the one. That was the one everybody was like, damn, we gotta... And so, if you like shit-eating... Apparently you do. We gotta. We're gonna keep it coming. We got the shit eating coming. Well, so apparently people like the shit eating. So we thought about this. We deliberated all week. We we want. Okay, listen. A lot of podcasts are gonna sit down and they're gonna record like three, four sessions at a time. They're gonna be like, we watched all these movies. We sat down. We're gonna talk about all these movies. But we were like, no, we're gonna be a different podcast than that. We're gonna we're gonna stay current. We got to stay with the times and what people are talking about right now. So we've been like waiting until we get a little bit of the reaction of the previous episode before we do the next one so that we can have a little bit of the, a little bit of the tingle of like interaction, right? Yeah. So last episode, we talked about Sallow or 120 Days of Sodom. Um, this is Your Take is Excrement, by the way, the podcast where I show Neo horrible, horrible movies uh, for fun. And last time we talked about Sallow, which is a movie that has uh, children eating shit in it. Mm-hmm. And everybody just, pardon the pun, went ape shit. <laughs> they screamed themselves. Yeah, they really liked it. So we were like, well, clearly the unifying factor here is shit. See that that or fascism and I'm going to let's just stick with shit. <laughs> it's well, better than fascism. Well, so the funny thing is we actually g- got it down to those two common denominators. We were like fascism and like and, like authoritarianism and shit are the two <laughs> big highlights, right? So, we watched a couple of movies <laughs> for the podcast because of that reaction so this is going to be one of them but uh so so this one we were like shit well obviously we got to talk about pink flamingos and next episode we were like oh, anti-authority we got to talk about the devil <laughs> like the most anti-fascist movie. we need so, to stop spoiling our episodes before they come out why why people want to know it teases them they yeah, get excited but that's, why, that's why i do the teasers think about it uh think about 20 years from now when you are much much older uh-huh People are going to be listening back through this podcast, starting at episode one, and they're just going to see the whole lineage, and they're going to pick and choose the ones they want to listen to. Why would you do that? Just watch them all. I mean, in it's linear 20 years order, in the obviously. Future. What else? What else do you have to do? Go to go to work at the Be- Bezos mines. The Bezos mines. What are you going to do? Get making Amazon nickels. Work on the Tesla plantations, like. Grow, grow, grow the Tesla trucks. Drive like, your no, grow just, the just Tesla trucks from listen, the ground. Exhaustively listen to my podcast. Cowards. This is this is of course after we've given sand sentience so that it can it too can operate on the level of human. Do you think? Do you think once once we make AI, AI we'll just be like, I want to go back to sand, please. Yeah. Uh, oh, absolutely. Return me to please. To return me to sand. 
<laughs> they're gonna it's gonna go to a beach and it's gonna be like i wish to be with my brothers <laughs> it's gonna be a graveyard all right it's like it's like us going to the zoo <laughs> that was really good i started coughing <laughs> i'm back right? yes i'm fine hi hello Today on Your Take is Excrement, the podcast where we talk about all things apparently shit and anti-authority. <laughs> uh, today, we, we've, we've watched the seminal, the, the importante John Waters extravaganza of, of psychological torture, Pink Flamingos. It's, it's a movie that's just ego violence. You pretty much. I mean, John Waters. I think John Waters every morning wakes up and chooses violence, but Pink Flamingo is is his biggest act of violence. Pink it's his Flamingo. You said it's singular, and that just sent me Pink Flamingos. Out. I'm sorry. <laughs> no, it's fine. You can call it Pink Flamingo. It's uh, it's his loading a bunch of uh, um, fertilizer in a pickup truck. Oh, uh, kind of morning. Yeah, and putting it right in front of my house. Yeah. <laughs> Someone has sent me a bowel movement. Um, so, wow, wow, wow. There's so much to talk about. But as per usual, we're going to give it over to the cat boy and have the cat boy try, try, try to describe the plot of Pink Flamingos, a movie that I'm pretty sure... You were almost too drunk to watch. I, w- I don't think I was drunk. Was then do I? you remember the movie at all? I do. We were we maybe were it, multitasking. Maybe it was me. Maybe I, it, it was it me might have that been was you. Drunk. I was not. Uh, okay. Anyway, so the f- film is about a family of I can't remember any of the characters' names as always, but it's Divine, uh, her mother, her brother. And her sister, or her, her son, her son. Oh, yes, she had him out of her vagina. Uh, all right, uh, and th- her whole bit is to be the shittiest, filthiest person on the planet. Mm-hmm. Well, I guess her her bit is to have their family be the shittiest, filthy family unit on the planet. Yes. Um. And Which she's, they succeed at. Yes. And she's already, at the start of the movie, she's already famous for that. And then uh, they encounter these, uh, this couple, they're lesbians, right? Or I'm sorry? What? No. I'm, I'm trying to remember. No? No, there's the one guy with the blue hair and then there's the girl with the red hair. Oh, yeah. I'm sorry. Uh, Come on. So they encounter those two. But they 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 kidnap women, force a gay man to rape them, so that they can farm their babies for lesbians. That's where the lesbians came in. Right, I knew it was there somewhere. You knew there were some lesbians in there somewhere. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, so, so they decide that they need to to take down Divine so they can be the shittiest people on the planet. Yes. And so then the whole movie is is them trying to come after Divine, only to realize that. There is no depth to which Divine will not sink. So they, after a series of events, Divine, or they try to burn Divine's house down and they kill Divine's mom. And then Divine 
What? I'm don't sorry. No. What? No. I don't think they kill her. Do they kill her? Azzy. I, I'm gonna be honest. I, I kind of checked out for 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 like a little <laughs> okay, bit. Okay, that that's movie fair. There. That's fair. They do burn down her home. Yeah. Anyway, I'm sorry. So they just burn down the home. But didn't the mother characters disappear? She married the Eggman. Oh. Come on, Neo. She married the fucking Eggman. I knew that. I, I don't. I'm sorry. <laughs> Neo. I, I, she I knew married she married the Eggman. All right. All so right. <laughs> then Divine kidnaps the, the, the two people who burned her house down, kills them, eats some dog shit off of the ground, and then moves to Boyce. Boise? Boyce. Boyce. So, um, Neo. There's another film that I'd like to talk about. And I know we're supposed to be talking about Pink Flamingos. But Pink I'd, Flamingo. Pink Flamingo. But I have another film that I'd like to talk about instead. It's called Only God Forgives. Have you heard of this film? I have not heard of this film. Okay, so it's it's a film directed by Nicholas Winding Refn. Do you know who that is? Nope. Okay, so Nicholas Winding Refn is, is Alejandro Jodorowsky's protege. He directed Drive. Okay. And he directed... The Neon Demon, <clears throat> very good movie. Uh, he also directed Only God Forgives. And so Only God Forgives is his most hated movie. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's the movie that uh, most people that like Nicholas Winding Refn, and for that matter, like Alejandro Jodorowsky, do not like. <laughs> like mm-hmm. pretty much everybody doesn't like Only God Forgives. Hot take, I think it's fine. Mm-hmm. I think it's fine. We'll have to watch it for the podcast, and we'll have to see what you think of it. But um, to to tell you briefly the bit, Only God Forgives is a movie about a guy who wants to fight God with a, with his fist, like in a fist fight. Mm-hmm. And, uh, like the anime Angel Beats. Yeah. Um, but he doesn't realize that he's fighting God. You know what I mean? So he wants to fight God on his terms, not realizing that God doesn't fight on on his terms. He fights mm-hmm. on God's terms. Therefore, he can just do whatever the fuck he wants. So obviously, <clears throat> the fight doesn't go well. Mm-hmm. And Ryan Gosling is the main character, and, and it goes very poorly for Ryan Gosling's character uh, in the movie because he didn't know he was fighting God. Pink Flamingos is a movie about the marbles, two assholes who who decide to fight God, not right. realizing that the god of shit will actually kill them. Yeah. <laughs> uh and it is it is the ultimate don't fuck with queer people movie. Mm. Uh it's also the ultimate don't fuck with insane queer people movie. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's also the ultimate, well, if you think that I'm a villain, then check this out. Watch me be way worse than you could imagine. Right. You know, it's, it's almost making a spectacle out of the fact that society makes queer people a spectacle, mm-hmm. if that makes sense. So important to note that <clears throat> El Topo mm-hmm. Is the first in like a kind of lineage of midnight movies, it was sort of movies that were really popular at midnight in a, a specific couple of theaters in, in big major cities, and they played movies like yeah, El Topo, Eraserhead, uh, Rocky Horror. Mm-hmm. Uh, very, very rarely Phantom of the Paradise, but uh, 
And then, of course, that that era sort of ended with it was sort of book ended with the Holy Mountain. Like the Holy Mountain was the end of the midnight movie era in a lot of ways because it was just like it was so big and so grand and it kind of did everything that everybody wanted. So psychedelia kind of didn't need to exist much longer. Right. <laughs> like it did. It, it, it had been done. Mm-hmm. Um, <clears throat> but that all started with El Topo and Pink Flamingos found its way in there. There's a famous image of, uh, of David Lynch and John Waters like together at a big boy. <laughs> like because both of their movies were playing it was Eraserhead and Pink Flamingos like in tandem in the same general time and so John Waters <clears throat> just began making movies entirely for that crowd and so Pink Flamingos was a movie intended for that crowd and knowing what that crowd did and that's where we get to the fun zone here Neo because El Topo, The Holy Mountain, Eraserhead, Midnight Movies, these all kind of land at a very specific time in history mm-hmm. when uh, the drug LSD was enormously popular. So people freak the reason. <laughs> okay. The reason that the midnight movie craze was such a big deal beyond just being cool and psychedelic was a lot of people went there to do psychedelics. Right. They went there to do acid or do shrooms and watch these crazy ass fucking movies. And more primarily acid because it was just everywhere. Mm -hmm. So now I want you to picture we've we've watched El Topo on acid. We have watched the Holy Mountain on acid. Yes. I have personally watched Eraserhead on acid, and I have seen Pink Flamingos on acid. We have watched Cannibal Holocaust on acid. Um, <clears throat> we have watched The Matrix on acid. We have, but that doesn't count. No. My point is we've, we've kind of done this experience, right? Mm-hmm. I have done that experience of, wow, what would it be like if you went to the midnight movie theater, had some fucking acid, and watched El Topo or Eraserhead or... Whatever's playing that night. Mm-hmm. And so that's kind of the apex moment there because you have to imagine homeboys waltzing into pink flamingos for the first time, uh-huh. trusting this zone, trusting this space, and getting acid, sitting down, and either A, having the greatest time of their life, or B, profusely getting sick (laughs) like getting horrifically ill Mm -hmm. so it was cataclysmic it was like a it was like a nuclear bomb of a movie to be in a theater right like dropping this mixtape fucked the whole thing up so (laughs) i bet john waters loved that he did he did, and it was I all made intentionally the for that purpose. Twisted little smile on his little face. Yeah, well, a little pencil mustache. Yeah, well, and so they're very much. It, it's As a movie. He does poppers and yes. <laughs> it's a movie that that requires that you stand on one side of a line. You either are with it 
or you are fucking against it. You have one or the other. And if you're on drugs, you don't get to choose which side you're you're on. So me, I was kind of curious, like, is this going to make me feel worse or ill or confused on this drug? Or is this going to make me feel like with it and excited? And it turned out very much with it, very much excited. I thought that it was the bee's knees. But watching it with you, <laughs> different experience. Uh -huh. Much more calm. We didn't do any drugs. We just sat down and watched pink flamingos as dry as possible, which is a different experience, I will admit. It's not necessarily what was intended. <laughs> no. Um, you are meant to go in there with some kind of substance in you. <laughs> mm -hmm. But... We went in as dry as possible and watched Pink Flamingos in in those conditions. Mm -hmm. But knowing that, fucking imagine it. Yeah. Like, imagine being there. Imagine mm -hmm. that. Just, like, what that crowd must have been through. Yeah. <laughs> I, yeah. Um, I mean, I don't think, like, I... I I, I think there are, there there are better like divisive movies to watch on acid or ones I would rather watch that kind of have that same well sure divisiveness <clears throat> like the holy mountain like sallow what I legitimately what I think that are you about to soften on that movie right now? I am I what think, the fuck I think Neo, what the fuck I all right let's hear it let's hear the, it the shit eating in sallow isn't as bad as the shit eating in in Pink, uh, Flamingo? Pink Flamingo. Okay. Okay. So I think like, well, because it's real. Yeah. Like with Salo, it's like that's some chocolate, you know. Yeah. And it's still gross, but that's some chocolate. I couldn't. I had to look away from Pink. This Flamingo. was literally dog shit. I was like, ah. Like you watch ah. the dog shit come out of her asshole, land. She I, picks it up, smiles, and tosses it right back. I've, I, Neo I've, is having a hard time right now. I very nearly threw up, and I'm not. I don't have like a weak stomach generally. I don't know why. Like Neo's just starting to watch May's favorite movies. <laughs> <laughs> no, I've, I've like, I have seen some like fucked up shit, and yeah. have been like, that's that's, that's life. fine. But for whatever reason, watching Divine be like, ooh, dog shit. Nom 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 nom. Nom, 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 nom. Well, and she played it off pretty good. Yeah. And, she oh. sold it. Oh, oh, Neo. But that's not, I don't even know. Is that the worst thing in the movie? Was or is, me. Really? Yeah. I think it's just because it's the most gen genuinely appalling. But I think, well, you know. everything else was obviously <laughs> a special effect. And it wasn't. Like, well, hold on now. Well. She did lick someone's whole house and then give someone a blowjob. And by she, I mean he gave him a blowjob for a movie because Divine is is a man in drag. Yeah. Well, that's not that's not shocking to me. Well, I know that's not shocking to you. You love blowjobs. I just think, mean you, like you think I haven't watched a guy give another guy a blowjob? Yeah, I know. I mean, well, who hasn't? Yeah, it's like it's like America. Um, but but at the same oh, it's time, a boarding school. <laughs> <laughs> I I get it. I get it, okay. But I mean like I don't know. It's a little fucking freaky, right? He's like laying on the couch and he's like, "Oh mama. Oh mama, I love it when you blow me, mama." Well, you know, you know what ruined the impact of that scene? 
what your the prevalent dr- your no. dramatic need to ejaculate no 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 <laughs> I, I, I i'm gonna say this not like no, i don't know how to introduce this the, the the prevalence of incest porn okay that's fair oh yeah like, i mean like think of think of nowadays the last, like, think in the last five years it's like you pop on a porn hub my stepmother fucked my boss exactly like i don't i don't want that shit i don't want to think about incest but it's it's like it's all all like straight normal porn these days is just like oh no stepbrother it's as close to queer as possible without being queer they're like well we can't do queer stuff so how about we do incest Incest. right that's close yeah and so it's like it's like i don't like it but you know (laughs) that it's ruined the the like the impact of of i will say that's true if you go back years and years and years ago this would have been way more shocking of than course. It is now. Yeah. Like nowadays, this is kind of like, okay, it's a shitty movie with a bunch of gross shit I've seen before in it. John like- Waters <laughs> in in this one aspect has been defeated by the straight porn machine. Yeah. And that oh, is yeah. tragic. Well, but isn't that ultimately kind of weirdly the point is that <laughs> straight world is almost more disgusting. I think that's actually what Pink Flamingos is about because mm-hmm. ultimately Divine is wholesome. Disgusting, but wholesome. <laughs> well, <laughs> the marbles are assholes yeah. and they deserve to die. Yeah. And that's kind of the thing. They're the straights. Well, I, the I, straights I, trying to co-opt queer shit and try to be like be villainous, like it is a different kind of villainy. I think most of the point of the film, like most of the points a film is trying to make is shown excuse me is shown through the marbles yeah um where it's like i I don't think any of the divine scenes i mean there's there's a little bit of social commentary like the one scene where she's walking through baltimore in full drag but other than that like i don't think he has any like really big takes with with divine i think a lot of his big takes about how he looks at the world is shown through the marbles well I'm going to disagree, but <clears throat> that's just because I have takes. So let's talk about those. Um, the end of the movie is about the media's relationship with queer culture in a time where that had never been talked about. Right. So there's a moment very clearly where they're interrogating Divine, knowing she's about to murder somebody, and they're just, you know like glamorizing it because that's kind of the way the media does do queer shit with murder. Right. Queer shit and murder often are glamorized in tandem. Cough, 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 Jeffrey Dahmer. I mean, cough, 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 fucking um, John Wayne Gacy. Too. Yeah. I mean, there's so many, but the, the point is it's like glamorizing uh, gay murder is like is like a media thing that existed at the time that was like a joke that was really fucking funny mm-hmm. to them but to us we're kind of used to it it's like it's we've just kind of assimilated the concept into culture so like we we don't quite have the the like intensity that they had with right. it but at the same time like it's still pretty intense of a theme it's still not something that we're talking about now i i feel like the other thing is like uh, as far as queer representation goes like pink flamingos demonstrates that the world is more queer than you think it right. is 
And that that is the ultimate thing that scares the straights about it is the threat that, you know, queer people are kind of like Bigfoot and they're kind of just like, you know, crouching around like Bigfoot through the town, stealing meat and shitting on the lawn, you know, hiding out, not paying any taxes. And then like, (laughs) this is this is a terrifying concept to like straight culture that people like this are out there, but not only out there, but are like common right? and are not, you know, like dramatized. So there's this moment, right? Where, uh, where one of the, the marble man, I can't remember his name. Oh no. Anyway, the, the blue haired marble man, uh, the, the the inspiration for Team David Rocket. David Lockery. <laughs> yeah, the inspiration for Team Rocket. Am I wrong? No, you're not. You're probably right. Do you, who, 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 who made Pokemon? All uh, right. <laughs> never mind. I, I bet he was watching Pink Anyway, Flamingo. so David Lockery's walking in the park, and he walks up to a trans woman, and he shows the trans woman his dick. And then she shows him her dick, and he freaks out and runs away. And that's fucking hilarious right and that's fucking hilarious for several reasons but the first reason is because nobody on earth had seen that shit in a movie and still hasn't right ever that's the one instance i can think of where something like that happens in the same way that you know like not only does this movie depict gay culture but also they have a literal gay man gape his asshole for us to enjoy to enjoy because and you know what people find that hot but in this movie they demonstrate it to be a gross thing and so the fucked up thing is like how often is something that's gross in this kind of hot to somebody Mm -hmm. and almost the queerness uh and its relationship with with like the documentary aspect of the movie, like how it's like documenting the lives of these weird, scary, queer people just kind of demonstrates that they're not as bad as straight people and everybody's a fucking freak Mm -hmm. and nobody wants to accept it, but we live in a world of freaks and like pink flamingos is and John waters for that. And you know, it's like one voice clearly saying that and that scared the piss out of a lot of people right and that fucked a lot of people up so they didn't like this movie a lot you know in the same way but then if you're a queer person and you watch this and you're like oh fuck look at this on the other end so so the dividing line very literally is where you land on queer issues Mm -hmm. is where you land on pink flamingos and in that way it becomes like the most punk rock queer movie ever made Mm -hmm. like without a doubt even though, <clears throat> is it the best movie about queer culture? You know, probably not. Uh, is it the movie that I feel like you should show straight people to to get them to think about queer issues? No. <laughs> like, if, if I showed this to my mom, she would lose her fucking mind. Imagine showing this to my parents. Yeah, really. But at the same time, like, necessary for a certain subsect of people i would say yeah yeah and like i think it's growing in importance which is not something i can say about 
most of the movies that we watch, mm-hmm. like growing in importance. And what you don't think Cannibal Holocaust Holocaust is growing in importance? Uh, n- no. no, I don't think that Cannibal Holocaust is Holocaust. Okay, well, actually, I mean, yes, very literally is. I mean, we still see journalism. I mean, look at the look at what happened on YouTube for the last like, you know. 10 years right everybody got pipeline to the right you know through a bunch of like really shitty journalism so yeah cannibal holocaust is still very much relevant because no, look what enough. it ended up doing you know what i mean it, yeah. it does have ramifications that are bad but the I, same goes for pink flamingos where it's still like there's this shock and awe about queer culture like it's some sort of disgusting gross monster but it's also um a sexual orientation zoo right I, yeah. You know, like, yeah. The sexual orientation zoo. That's the movie. Well, I th- I, yeah, I, th- I think you, like, sex is as gross as you want to make it out to be. You know, like, right. no matter, you know, straight, gay, whatever. Like, you know, it's. Well, and the worst sex scene in the whole movie is the, is the straight sex scene where somebody stuffs a chicken between two people. Yeah. Like, that's pretty bad, but it rivals the scene where the two people lick each other's feet. That's also pretty fucking bad. So it's like the two scenes in the movie that are the worst, in my opinion, are the two sex scenes between straight people. Worse than the dog shit? Yeah, I can handle a little What? Who got hurt? Nobody got hurt. She ate a little dog shit. She's fine. She's dead. But that's not because of the dog shit. How do you know? Because it was like a heart thing. She... She wasn't the healthiest, but it's it's not a big deal. I, I, don't, it, I don't think dog shit helps your, it didn't your, help. your cardiovascular No, it didn't health. help, Neo, but it didn't hurt either. You don't <laughs> know like, that. I, I, you, know, you know what? I don't. You're right. You're right. I don't. You know what? She might have died from the dog shit, okay? <laughs> That's what you want to believe. But... It's like the, the, the shit that broke the camel's back. God damn it, Neo. <laughs> it's 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 coming up on that 30 minute mark so we need to do a little addy poo advertisement some little advertisement and i would like you neo to do this advertisement we would like to thank all of our patrons for supporting this podcast if you want to be a patron and support whatever it is that we're doing here go to patreon.com slash excrement um there's tiers for just supporting us for a measly two whole dollars. That's one dollar more than one, but one dollar less than three. Or if you want to be shouted out in the podcast, you can hop on for $25. If you want to advertise with us, uh, just give me $75 and I'll advertise whatever you want. Unless it's a swastika, and then I'll tell you to fuck yourself if you try to pay me to do that. But anything else... You want you want you want you want me to advertise your, your anal bleach? Hell yeah. I'll I'll do whatever. This is hilarious, by the way. No, I mean no, we're hold on. This is still the ad. We're still we're still in the advertisement. I was just I was like I was like, okay, Neo, it's time for you, man who's never done an advertisement plug before in your life. <laughs> it's time to go. I want to see what you do. And he, you know what? You wriggled like a little worm and it was little, kind of cute. Worm. Oh yeah, no, that's cute. You should do that. So anyway, hi folks. Patreon.com slash excrement is the fucking place at this moment. A couple people actually pledged. Yeah. 
Hell yeah. Thanks, I'm kind y'all. of amazed. Yeah, thank you. Thanks, big, gang. Big, big fucking big ups. Extramit um, gang. But yeah, uh, we are willing to advertise on you and, and uh, for you. And now we do have a pretty sizable audience. So if that's something you want to do, go ahead and do it. Um, That would be fucking sweet. And also, just like, you know, batteries um is currently <laughs> our expense like our big expense batteries and coffee batteries and coffee uh so like two bucks if you want to throw us two bucks like that super duper helps just making sure that the lights stay on and we keep uploading weekly uh and we are dedicating like a lot of time to this too so it, it, it every dollar like super counts and helps and mostly this is like neo is running this one because i'm like you know, I'm a YouTuber, so I'm like busy. Yeah. But Neo's Neo's taking care of it, and he deserves a dollar for for all this work that he's doing. Cause, One like, whole dollar. He he has single handedly brought this podcast to you. Like he edits these episodes. He he puts all this together, and and that's a lot of work for him. And I think he deserves to be paid for that work. So like, please consider pledging on Patreon to my boy Neo oh. here. Um, and our podcast, so we can keep on keeping on. Now, let's talk about shit some more. What do you think? Hell yeah. Does that sound fun? All right. Excrement. So I feel like people are going to make the accusation that we talked about the shit too much. Because in the Sallow episode, the one big complaint I saw was that we talked about the shit too much. We didn't talk enough about the political ramifications. We talked too much about the shit. Now, I've listened to that podcast back, and I'm going to say, fuck you, no. I, I We talked about the politics quite enough, actually. I still love you, though. Yes, of course. But, um, but we are probably going to get accused of talking about the shit a little bit too much in this one. So, all right, let's talk about we the need politics. to talk about something else. Neo, it's time for you to deliver to me your spicy, sweet, sweaty, v- dirty, in a box gift of your, your takes. Um, let's hear it. Well, so I guess like politically, I don't, I, I, I think that the movie doesn't say anything that's exceptionally um how how do you say this like uh challenging i think a lot of the 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 political takes in the movie and the political commentary is a little bit like well uh, yeah (laughs) you know and it's probably because this is you know one of the first movies kind of like this uh to really just come at people but you know the whole bit of like hey you know you know, like a little, little little gay party's pretty cool. Straight people are kind of weird. Like sex is only as gross as you make it. Uh, you know, hey, you know, straight people run organ or children farms, and that's kind of shitty. Don't <laughs> maybe don't do that. Yeah. Um, you know, they're all kind of like now in twenty twenty one. They're kind of like they're not wrong takes. They're just kind of. Well, yeah, yeah, John. I, yeah. You know, cops yeah. are bad. Yeah. Yeah. And I, I, I love a cop getting cannibalized. Cause so I love you feel these... like the movie has not aged well. Yeah, well, actually, literally, I, I, I had this take in my head where it's like, it's like, this. I, I was literally just going to say, I don't feel like this movie has aged as well as it could have. And then you went on this whole, 
this whole bit about how how you think this movie is more important now than ever and then i i, I literally was like all right well, let's just let's just toss that take out i'm not gonna well i'm not listen, gonna bring no that you can up. you can bring the take up and i think that's even i would even call it fair because like to one person i think see i think it's a shocking representation of a lot of these issues right so it continues to be kind of a shocking representation for a lot mm-hmm. of these issues. Even still today, a lot of people make queer movies and they're like, like love Simon or some shit. You know what I mean? Yeah, like I, some yeah. cushy faggy movie. I feel like a lot know? of, a lot of queer movies are, are the, like the stereotype of, of like, you know, the, you know, the one shot where they're, they're like, not fucking evil. No, no, no. The one shot where they're like doing laundry and they throw the sheets up and the sh- sun is shining through the sheets and they see each other's face. And oh, the yeah. The music swells. Well, and exactly. It's, it's kind of like, it's like, no, gay people fuck and they steal shit and they do drugs and the cops come after them and exactly and it's a big fucking mess and they cannibalize they'll fucking kill and eat the cops you know what movie has that same point but what? but to a much lesser degree What's and you're gonna want to reach across the table and hit me for saying this but uh view for vendetta why would i want to hit you for this I don't know because I feel like it's a bad take, but uh, no, there's well, th- but my point there is like, you know, even that movie, it's scared to show you the realities. It right. does. It'll show you close. Mm-hmm. It will take you to the door, but this one walks through. Yeah, and that's why I say that it's more important mm-hmm. now because I and and I feel like, I feel like the the it's the mentality, right? It's mm-hmm. I miss this mentality of noticing the door and walking through it instead of walking people to the door and leaving them there. Mm-hmm. And so I feel like walk them through the, the fucking door of queerness. Let it be gross. Let it be fucked up. Let it be weird. Let the politics be as radical and fucky as they actually are, mm-hmm. like IRL, and and just make it fucking real for people. Right. And so while I agree that... I think if you're if you're just like a sassy queer person and you're just vibing, is this movie telling you anything you don't know? No, mm-hmm. it's agreeing with you though. Right. Um, but in a, in a time where no one agreed with this idea, mm-hmm. this movie agreed. Well, yeah, and, and and that's why like I think this movie's really important because I feel like yeah, like even with my limited knowledge of of this kind of overarching like genre of mm-hmm. films or this like class of films, yeah, like. It, it, it is such a seminal like important work so i'm not like sure. like in all my takes i'm not trying to say yeah. it's not because i definitely you're s- more just saying like what what have you learned by watching this probably not a whole lot yeah and uh, in, in, in in comparison to like what you know your parents would learn if they watched this yeah probably a lot more well and, and <laughs> a I, lot of things they don't want to know i, I don't want to say this as a negative connotation but it's it's kind of like that thing you know in English class where you don't you don't read like necessarily the greatest piece of literature in a genre, but you read the first, at yeah. least, or at the, least. you read the 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 one that like marks the Mar- yeah the so moment. like so so like reading Beowulf, I I think my English teacher was like, yeah, this isn't the best Norse work we have in my opinion, but it's 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 the it's important the most one. representational. Yeah. yeah, so I feel like Pink Flamingo is that. Um, where it's sure. it it's it's just a br- like just well, kind it's of, not even the best John Waters movie, 
Right. And that's the fucky thing about it, right? Like, we watched Serial Mom, and I think genuinely you enjoyed that about a thousand I times more really than this. I really enjoyed Serial Mom, but that, that, that was a lot less gay. But are you sure? I mean, it was about a fucking serial killer. I don't... That's pretty gay. <laughs> <laughs> Come on. Yeah. Uh, no, you're right. I mean, it well, was, but it was very much the same idea, the takedown of the nuclear American family. Yeah. Well, and, and I, I think the reason, because I was going to bring this up, actually, I was I was like ramping up to it. Uh-huh. Um, but I think the reason I, I like Cyril and Mom, oh, I have hair in my mouth. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Thank you for telling the people. I don't know if it's a cat hair or, or my hair. Um, Probably yours. <laughs> I, th- no, I think it's. I can't hair. wait to hear what your point is going to be. No, no yeah, my point is, is um, I feel like Serial Mom works better as a film, and I feel like a lot of my my critiques of the film structure of Doom Generation can be applied to uh, Pink Flamingos because I feel like it, it it is to some degree it's just kind of like a bunch of scenes like stapled together without a whole lot of through line. Right. Well, and and it's like. <clears throat> Serial Mom is kind of like a movie that brings about a significant touchiness that just about anybody has to ask themselves about, right? Mm -hmm. Like, you have to morally sit there and ask yourself how you feel about this serial killer and if you like her or if you don't. And that's a genuine challenge. Right. In Pink Flamingos, it's like, okay, I like Divine. I support Divine. I even worship the ground she walks on. So what if I what what am I to be challenged by there? Mm-hmm. If if I'm meant to love her and and I'm you know the biggest challenge is the dog shit, but I mean like you know a dog shit eating dog shit doesn't make me not love somebody, and I think that's kind of the point, right? But also well, we, we all know someone ate dog shit on a dare. What? What? Anyway, <laughs> the, the the point is. The point is, I think that the like serial mom genuinely challenges a cultural concept where Pink Flamingos also does, but if you're the subsect of people that agree with it, it's just going to give you exactly the thing you already know and already accept. You know, I, well, I because I, I, I think it's because Pink Flamingos is trying to present truth, and, and, and Pink Flamingos isn't trying to ask you a question it's making a statement right it's saying it's, it's, this is this is this is my opinion it's as a expressing director. truth yeah whereas serial right. mom d- kind of does both where it expresses expresses a truthful narrative but also ends with the question or, or or has the question in the entire film of like is this justified or what do you think of right of of this but i also think to an extent and i don't mean this is a cop-out and it will come across it's going to come across as a cop-out I want to bring it back to the very main point that this movie, you know, it really wasn't meant to be analyzed 40 years later politically by two faggots. (laughs) (laughs) It was supposed to be watched by a bunch of idiots on acid in a theater, puking their guts out all over themselves. That's what it was meant for. If if I was on acid, I 100% would have thrown up during this movie okay well and and so like that's who it's made for that's the that's the 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 thing it's not really made to be analyzed in such a detailed way Mm -hmm. so asking so much of it is like kind of a a thing that i i 
think I struggle with. Like, I can't ask more of it. Mm-hmm. I can only say, yeah, it expresses a truth. And expressing a truth is enough. But um, if you're somebody who's pretty much ingrained in queer life and you know all this shit and you've seen all this shit before, this isn't really all that shocking, really. And it's not all that challenging. Mm-hmm. And I think that's fair to say. Right. Yeah. Disturbing. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Okay. Got well, it. Yes. Well, the the shit eating. Like you know, you were talking about how how for you the really disturbing scenes are the straight sex scenes. Yeah. I you know for me like I don't know it, it was just kind of like oh well <laughs> that's a scene yeah. for me just like literally the one disturbing part was the dog shit. Yeah. Well, I think that that maybe that's because I'm fresh off a of sallow, but well, I think that 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 the, like says everything, right? That you're like saying, oh, the thing that disturbs you the most, May, is the straight sex scenes, and it's like, what the? F-? You're right, but goddamn it, you're right. But like, you- but that's the thing, right? That 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 the, the movie works in that way axiomatically for me, whereas for you, it doesn't because it. It, like that's not something that shocks you quite as much as it shocks me. Yeah, well, and, maybe and I, it's... because I have trauma associated with it. So like, uh, yeah. So like being with being big brain with John Waters, there we're both both people probably have sexual trauma associated with straightness. Uh, he's making mov- a movie where he's depicting straight sex to be the most horrific thing imaginable. Mm-hmm. To demonstrate that in a way that's supposed to be funny, but is accidentally very serious to me. Right. And so that's how it gets me. Mm-hmm. But how it gets you is literally the viscera of somebody eating shit. <laughs> yeah. And there you go. What the fuck? <laughs> um, so I have met John Waters. I'm just going to throw that out there. Icon. What a king. Uh, yeah. Um, Here's the things I remember about John Waters. When I I met him, uh, there was a group of people. One person pulled out their cell phone, and he pointed at the person who pulled out their cell phone, and he said, "Um, excuse me. Uh, they t- I think they told you when you came in that you were not allowed to pull your cell phone out. So I am going to need you to put your phone back in your pocket now." And and we all got really silent. As the guy slowly put his phone back in his pocket. And John was like, thank you. Anyway. And went right back <laughs> into what he was doing. But it was just like, he he, he was old. <clears throat> I don't know. Maybe he doesn't like it when people take pictures of him. I don't know. But he was like, I don't want people taking pic- pictures of me. <laughs> you know, it's like... Sassy. I like to be behind the camera. Exactly. He's a sassy bitch of a man, but he was wearing this like purple suit. It was fucking fire. Anyway, John Waters is a man. Uh, <laughs> he's a man, oh man, isn't he? Uh, he was kind of hot a long time ago. Not anymore. No. Now he's old as fuck. Does he still rock the pencil mustache? He does. Of course he does. It's his like thing. That's, that's a part of him. Yeah. Yeah. Like if if it dies, he dies. Yeah, exactly. It's kind of it's his uh horcrux or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> um it's like it's like someone just stab him and he's like, that's not gonna work and they pull out like a razor and he's like, Oh yeah. no. Well and so so 
the 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 thing about John Waters and his movies is that Multiple Maniacs is like one of his first things, and that movie. I, I once watched that movie on drugs, <laughs> uh, and which which drug may LSD and you me. doing acid? Listen, what? All right. So I watched the movie, <laughs> but the thing that you learn when you wa- when you do drugs and watch that movie is that everyone else in the movie is also on acid. <laughs> everyone in the movie is on acid. Mm-hmm. So you're like, "Whoa, holy shit!" And it's like it's like they even look at the camera a lot, which which is usually a mistake. But you'll notice in queer movies, this is like a commonality where they look at the camera. Uh-huh. I mean, it happens in. It happens in Pink Flamingos quite a bit. It happens in Multiple Maniacs. There's a lot of like breaking the fourth wall in Rocky Horror and uh, Phantom of the Paradise and stuff mm-hmm. like that. And that is that's like a dimensionality thing, and it, it, it affects you when you're on acid. Um, so it, it feels like the movie is in on some kind of joke with you. And right. so that was kind of the big thing that I learned watching the movie was that oh. This movie is very literally in on some kind of weird 70s joke about queerness and drugs and and hyper awareness. Mm-hmm. And and that's kind of that's kind of the weird thing I think while somebody would say that Pink Flamingos is sloppy and shitty, <laughs> shoddy made uh, made on stolen film, piece of crap starring oh, really? bad actors. Yeah, of course. And, like, starring bad actors, made for very little money, like, total mistake of a movie. It has this awareness and this, this hyper-awareness. It's, it's in every single scene. It's this detailed, like, like, I am trying to say something with every single moment. So even though they didn't have the mind, I suppose, to think, oh, fuck, we could edit this. <laughs> uh, so they just shot every scene as a flat uh, master shot and then zoomed in and then zoomed out and then zoomed into somebody else and then zoomed back. Like, they didn't think to have that. But but yet, in doing so, there's an intentionality that's demonstrated. And it's almost like... It's almost like you trust the the camera mm-hmm. uh, because the camera knows what you're going through. Right. <laughs> uh, and and so th- the weird thing about John Waters movies is that while they express villainy, they are trustworthy. Mm-hmm. And that is my most profound statement about John Waters is that he is a trustworthy filmmaker. Which is a weird thing to say about somebody who makes movies about people who eat shit. Was 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 John Waters the one who spiked the spiked a bunch of people with acid, or was that Jodorowsky? That was Jodorowsky. <laughs> <laughs> Although, I mean, well, when when asked, uh, John Waters is pretty openly like, "Yeah, of course we were on acid. Are you kidding me?" Yeah, he's like, "Yeah, we, of course we were. It's it, everybody was, <laughs> and and it's so plain and obvious to see." Um, like multiple maniacs has so many like weirdo religious takes too. And there's like the scene where divine plays a woman, like a cis woman. And she goes into a church and fucks a woman in the church as a lesbian. So it's like, it is 
a straight scene, but it's a lesbian scene in a church, which is just like, whoa, at the time. (laughs) And of course, it's shot by someone who clearly has done a fuckload of acid. So they're showing you the details of this in a way that like speaks to a hilarious viscera that Mm -hmm. just like, I don't know. It's one of those things where when I was like 18 and I watched this movie for the first time, I was appalled and shocked by it, but I also thought that it was ultimately kind of a bad movie. I was like, this is kind of a bad movie. Ha ha ha. Mm-hmm. It like the room. And then <laughs> as I grew older, I realized, no, this is a movie that pulls shit out of me. It pulls shit out of people and just mm-hmm. like all of his movies do. And they're also kind of weirdly trustworthy. They guide you delicately right to the fucking worst shit and are just like, what do you think? Mm-hmm. And and a lot of movies don't do that. A lot of movies won't show you straight sex and, and, and ask you, like, what do you think of this? Like, show you some visceral right. straight sex. Mm-hmm. Or in the same way that it you know shows, like, an incest blowjob, and it's just like, what do you think of this? <laughs> yeah. Here's some shit eating. What do you think? And Y'all love this in 40 fucking years. Yeah, and, and you know what? <laughs> it's so loved that its legacy stands the test of time more than the movie itself is is my argument. Uh-huh. I think it exists in pornography now. Uh, Pink Flamingos lives in pornography. Pink Flamingos <laughs> lives in all the smut and and guru you've ever seen. It's in all of it. Mm. it. It is it is like a seminal work of smut. Of it invented filth. filth. This fucking invented filth. Uh and filth is my politics. Filth is my life. Exactly. So, like, I love this movie. I think that this movie uh, does exactly what uh, God intended. Mm-hmm. Um, I have no complaints. I I understand. I I think I've I've mostly heard the criticisms, but uh, Neo, it is time. It is time for you to choose. What shit? Where are we putting this? What do you think? Do well, you like the movie? I think we have to put it in the good shit pile. Well, do you like it? I mean, what do you think? Just because I'm making an important or an argument for how important it is to me, that doesn't necessarily mean that it's important to you. So if it isn't, you're allowed to say no. I know. Well, I did say no, Asalo. So, but then you turned around on it. Do, uh, wait, is it kinda. still is it still out? Where are we at with that? God damn! I'll. Uh, I'll answer your question with the question. Okay. You decide. Me decide? No, no. Uh, <laughs> what the fuck? Go back what is listen, it? The go Matrix back, isn't out yet, Neo. Go back and listen to the Sal episode. Okay. <laughs> no, but uh, no, I, I do think that it, I'm going to put it in my good shit pile. I like I like I think it's seminal and important. Mm-hmm. I feel like it's it's like the baseline for a lot of things. Yeah. Despite my despite the parts I don't like with it, um, I do think it's an important film. Mm-hmm. And I, 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 I will also say, we should probably watch a film that you don't like. So then we, oh, we one of these have, days? Yeah, we can have something to be like, wow, fuck this movie. Yeah, Cause, that's, a, that's fair. Because you're only like, here's this film I really like. <laughs> Let's talk. Right. We, yeah. we need to pick something that it's like, here's this thing that, that other I, people like, but I despise. I guess and then I got to find something, don't I? Yeah. Hmm, what don't I like? 
I don't know. I'm, I only watch things I like. I never watch things I don't like. This is complete bullshit, by the way. I watch things I dislike viscerally all the yeah, time. Yeah, anything I put on the TV. Oh, fuck you. Anyway, <laughs> all right, fine. All right, so so let's see here. Did I... I said that I... I'm putting it in my, in my shit pile. Obviously. Obviously, it's like the classic. You um, spent 55 minutes raving about it. I did, I'm sorry. Uh, so... Uh, the big question I in in my on my mind over here is like which John Waters movies are like the ones that I I think are actually like because like this one's the this is the one for everybody kind of you know uh, there was an Alvin and the Chipmunks movie where John Waters made a cameo and uh, <laughs> really? and Al- yes and here like I can prove it do you want I, me to- I believe you okay well so so. Uh, Alvin like was sitting next to John Waters on a plane in the scene and and the chipmunk goes, "Oh god, it's you." And John Waters is like, "Hi, I'm John Waters." And and the the chipmunk is like, "I know who you are. I've seen Pink Flamingos," which is fucking hilarious. Well, because by the way, because the chipmunk, you know, they they obviously can't like put the movie in themselves. So they're, they're that means that yeah, their master is like, all right, kids, <laughs> time to watch a movie. Showing people to a group of little chipmunks, of children chipmunks. That's great. So fuck me, I guess. Uh, the uh, I like Female Trouble a lot. I like Serial Mom a lot. I did. I do really like Serial Mom. Serial Mom. This I is kind of a quiet uh, recommendation here. I don't know if Serial there's Mom. any like. I don't know if, if there's enough takes to be had in the movie to do a whole episode on Serial Mom. Probably not. But it's good. Yeah. It's well, fun. and see, I'm kind of of the opinion that everything to be said about John Waters, we have pretty much said <laughs> right here. Yeah. Like, there's not an awful lot more. I can't watch a lot of his other movies and take away similar. So this is about it. Like I hope you, I hope y'all vibe with these takes about John Waters because this is about the depth of my John Waters <laughs> takes, and I have met the man, so there you have it. Um, thank you for listening to the podcast. Your take is excrement. Yeah, yeah, that's our podcast. Thank you, thank you for all everyone who's subscribed on YouTube, and also thank you uh, to all of our patrons over Patreon.com/slash excrement. Thank you so much, my babes. One day I'm gonna give you a big old hug. Ex- extra base. <clears throat> extra base. Extra base. I hate that. Um. <laughs> all right, kids, be safe. Have a happy Halloween, and remember to uh, take your vegetables and brush your hair. Don't participate in incest blowjobs. Ooh, if you can help it. S- see you later. Bye.